to whoever might be listening, this is a podcast about making a magazine. It's not a guide. It's just a documenting of the process behind one specific issue of Pandora. It's first and maybe only print issue. I'm Platon and I've been running Pandora since 2016 and I'm joined by Ananaya, who has worked on Pandora's contributor and essay editor on and off for the past few years. Let's do this. Uh, welcome to the first episode of this podcast that no one will listen to. I'm here with Anaya. Say hi to no one. Hey. All right. So this is about an issue of Pandora that I'm thinking of. Uh, and I'm thinking of it uh, as a print issue centered around a few th- themes that kind of come together to in 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 my head they make like a, a larger theme some of it is regarding uh, physical objects how we buy things uh, and that extends to capitalism and advertising as well uh, from clothes to furniture to you know phones and everything else and the other pi- part is digital and has to do a lot with uh, entertainment, art, uh, if you think of uh, music and movies and pretty much everything else. So if we started at the first bit, like my initial thought process involved thinking of how consumer behavior has changed over the last few decades and also how we have changed our behavior towards the things that we own. One of the first thing I thought of was that, you know, my parents' generation, for example, uh, and they were their grandparents, mostly because of necessity and low uh, supply. If they bought something uh, like, I don't know, like a jacket or a coat or even a pen, the mentality was that that was going to last as long as possible and you know if you tear a coat at the elbow or anywhere else like or a pocket you would fix it you would mend it you'd take it to a tailor maybe um and the same thing with like a chair you know if you break the back of a chair you fix it somehow in my lifetime that has changed a lot to a culture of disposability where not only do we not take care of the things that break but are not beyond saving, but we throw away perfectly good things. Yeah, no, I suppose that is that is the same in, in India even. Of course, I do speak for a certain class of people in India because uh, throwing away stuff which is still perfectly good to use is not something everyone can afford. Yeah. But I must say that even for those who cannot afford to do this, this is quietly becoming something aspirational to one day aspire to a station in life where you can throw away things in my (laughs) Right. Yeah, like Uh, when when, uh, Louis C.K. has the bit of a like, Rich people have no idea what it's like being poor, but poor people know exactly what it's like to be rich. Rich, yeah. In fact, uh, and and the same goes for my parents' generation. Uh, they would 
keep stuff almost sort of compulsively even yeah. little things like like the plastic bag in which something would come yeah my friend so yeah or, or uh, something that I would make me hate them as as a kid was when i would get birthday presents they would make sure that i don't don't tear up the outer wrapper yes I yes carefully undo the tape yeah. so that the the shiny wrapper could be reused yes. for gifting something to somebody else. <laughs> but uh, yeah. i don't know today we do talk about sustainability etc etc some of those things yeah we are starting uh, or, to circle back or, it already absolutely absolutely but the reasons for doing so are very different even though we are doing similar things or we are hoping to do similar things yes so basically they did it because largely they were poor and you know you talk about coming at this issue from a certain background and obviously I am as well and everyone is so uh probably the poorer you are the more unlikely you are to throw anything away um yeah but i think back in the day even middle class upper middle class people didn't just throw away things willy-nilly you know like it was part of the culture as well they kept things and you know even the rappers that you say because you didn't have or they didn't have the amount of choice and the availability of these products that we yeah. have back then in fact as a kid i remember my mom used to tell me often uh, that you should buy stuff like a rich person or as if you're a rich person but you should care for them as if you're a poor person huh this uh, yeah definitely that's that's interesting that, way but is that, re- that is that the reason why you think that uh, it's better to do a print version for for this particular issue because of its core idea because oh yeah the so, content uh, speak to the form uh well Yes, but not not specifically uh related to the uh valuing of physical things. Well, not only about that, but also because in one of the themes that I'm interested in here that I'm thinking about is um print versus digital media, which is really the second part of what I was saying about the digital world where um there is pretty much a digital version of every art form that used to be physical uh so magazines as well like pandora itself started as an online magazine mostly because you know i had no budget i still have no budget but that that doesn't uh, matter now uh yeah that's what i thought hasn't the site been offline for a while so is is this some sort of a coming back with a bang sort of a strategy or is this more of a solemn buy this is well okay so the the website has been silent for about a year uh and it was uh offline for several months in that year it's online now i'm working on a few posts for the website uh some book reviews and stuff like that uh but really what what pandora is as a magazine has always changed and now i'm more comfortable than ever with it because i know that what it needs to be is what i needed to be 
Therefore, if I need to take a year-long break from it, then I will do that, and uh, I don't really care about the impact on... It, it was never really about numbers or anything like that, uh, so it, it shouldn't matter now. And that brings us to this issue, which I will... I want to do because I care about this this theme, the, these topics, and therefore it will happen whether the website is live or not. Um, yeah, yeah. Talking about the digital world, it also seems to me that a, a similar phenomenon has happened where we don't care about our music anymore because there is an immediate access to everything on Spotify. And Apple Music, if yeah. you're a weirdo. Um, <laughs> and Absolutely, you no. Know, this is, you know, in fact, something I was talking to my students about a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, as to how, uh, see, music, in as much as it is a cultural phenomena, always creates boundaries, always creates haves and have-nots. Yeah. So the kind of music you listen to says something about you culturally. Oh yeah. And. And, and 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 you and all of us are not you know all of us are aware of that happening yeah so so you know so for example even um, I don't know you know the dating app called Bumble yeah so for example on Bumble one of the things you can do is you can link it with your Spotify account all right as part shows, of information, yes. it'll show your top artists yeah so so the music that we listen to is clearly not just about the music that we care about or the music that we like. It's also about projecting a certain kind of persona, a certain kind of image out there into the culture. Yes. And I think with the advent of technology such as Spotify, it has... Uh, this, this practice has not changed, but what is cool anymore has gone a fundamental change for example uh, and this is the example I gave my students was uh, so like for me 10 years ago yeah. when I was first getting introduced to western popular culture 10 or 12 years ago yeah. uh, I remember I did not know the band Coldplay which is yes which is fortuitous uh, uh, I had no idea you like Coldplay bastard and, and one of my cooler, more urban friends told me, you don't know Coldplay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right? Or you don't listen to Coldplay, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Because see, back then, access to music was a, was not guaranteed. Yes. So, so just being able to access something that most people did not have access to made you cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Today, today because of Spotify, I don't not only have access to Coldplay or other mainstream stuff, but all kinds of other esoteric shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, the smallest so artist access, ever, yeah. So access is largely the same. All of us who have Spotify theoretically have access to all of the things. Yes, and it's so, the same so, things. But but now but now therefore you cannot claim to be cool because you listen to what is mainstream because everyone knows what the mainstream is because everyone has access to the mainstream. Yeah. So today it gets flipped on its head and I would tell somebody you're still listening to Coldplay. What's wrong with you? Yeah 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 yeah. And it's right. the same. Is, we all have access. So so now it's cool to listen to something nobody has heard of. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
So the, I think that's the huge shift in attitudes that this has brought about. Yeah, the the, the hipster movement of uh, you know, I only listen to this band that you know lives two houses down from me and they've never played outside of their garage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if if that continues to be the case, then our podcast will be a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How many people live down the street from you? I, because for me, it's millions. Uh, for me, it's uh, fewer, I think. But uh, I had in mind not only a print one, but one that is okay. So you know when a vinyl record is like a double album so both it, you can fold it it's called the gate gatefold so you can fold it and both sides hold one record i yeah. thought i thought basically we could do that format but instead of records you have two parts of the magazine so you end up with left inserts and that sure. will, that that will be where the magazine is inside the the fold But that is a really cool idea, and you know that is I like the experimental form. But does that mean the magazine itself has two parts to it, or? Well, I haven't gotten there yet, uh, or it's completely undecided. These are just kind of random thoughts that I have, or like ideas that could be good or not for the magazine. But a very early kind of idea to split the two parts is. Digital and physical, although it's a bit cliche, but kind of that's an obvious one. If you want to talk in one part only about our behavior and psychology regarding uh, physical objects, and then the other one is about art and the digitization of it, and. Uh, all about Netflix and Spotify and uh, it can even be like about our connections <laughs> like if you want to tie it to the virus then you know it, there can be an article on Zoom for example did I anyone ever hear of Zoom before this happened yeah 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 I, did, I do remember how did Skype I, lose this my, battle they've been like building for this for like 20 years and then <laughs> everyone is on Zoom <laughs> At my university, they had this uh, meeting slash training thing, where they were hoping to introduce the faculty and the teachers to online teaching platforms, etc. Yeah. And of course, the, I was one of the younger people in the room. Yeah. So it was fascinating to see some of the Question. some of the septuagenarians yeah. in the room. <laughs> And and the one question that I'll never forget is this one dude saying, "So hold, what is a Zoom?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so absolutely, but I suppose coming back to the magazine that we need to flesh out the idea of yes. So first, it's fleshing out is before we get into some of the subsidiary issues. Yes, and that's always been our Achilles heel. We we get caught up in side quests way too quickly. Yeah. Let's, well, that's let's the fun part. Sorry, that's the fun part. That's the fun yeah. part, absolutely. That that is the reason. No, no, I'm I'm on board with this idea, and I'm happy to to sort of pitch in and 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 brainstorm the whole thing. Yes. Let's see, might even write something. 
haven't written anything for Pandora in a long time. In fact, the last thing I wrote was the was a magnum opus of Bandersnatch. Oh yes, the Bandersnatch episode would uh, be <laughs> the Bandersnatch episode, uh, the Bandersnatch article. That was the pinnacle of inno- innovation in, on the magazine. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, it's yeah, it's downhill from there. No wonder it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I mean, there are some potential kind of article ideas that I have, and I may write something as well. I don't want to write too much, just because, you know, I want to see if people are interested. I want to see who is interested. Uh, I want to get, like, writers uh, who have a personal interest in one sub-theme that they can write about. And that can be fiction, that can be poetry, that can be a personal essay, that can be a critical essay, an article about a very small thing like the history of genes or whatever. Um, And then I want to see if there's photographers who are interested in either visual kind of like uh, pairings with the articles or just uh, Absolutely. a series it on their own. It can't be, it, we, it, we can't turn it into a journal. No, it's not. That has nice, to be. You know, I want to get more people involved. So I, content wise, I want to be uh, as little involved as possible because honestly, just because I know what I think of, of this. So I want to make a magazine that I would personally want to read. <laughs> And and you know let's let's not do a rush job on this because no so again, I'm thinking is... I'm I'm thinking like uh, um, a timeline of uh, several months so printing and publication first half of next year uh, but that that can mean that sounds like idea yeah you know the good thing about doing it for ourselves is that we can we are not uh, beholden to any timelines except for what we set for ourselves exactly let there be let there be no doubt that this is a self-indulgent project absolutely all all art is (laughs) well do you have a name in mind for it of the magazine yeah um or i Pandora, whatever. I think, well, it's going to be under the umbrella for sure. Like, you know, so it's going to be promoted on the website and sold on the website. Um, yeah. But I want like a title for it, like a, a title for the issue and maybe the word Let's Pandora. Letters to Pandora. No. You know, like letters to penthouse. Yeah. Do you know what Letters to Pen was, right? Yeah. Do you know what Playboy After Dark was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's call it Letters to Pandora House. I think that's a reference that few people will get. Yeah. Okay. So that or the next idea that we get. No, that probably the title will be the very last thing to decide. <laughs> Do you know this joke, right? Where... Uh, uh, when Rome is being founded by the two brothers, Romus and Rem- Remus and Romulus, yes, right? Yes, yes. Re- Remus and Romulus are the two brothers who find who find Rome, and and they are deciding what to call this new magnificent city that they have founded. Yes. And Remus is is like, brother, I think we should call it Reem. 
and and Romulus goes, I think I have a slightly better idea. <laughs> oh, what an innocent joke. We'll call it something slightly better than that. Uh, no, but first, yeah, no, that, first we decide. That does to sound like a plan. Yeah, that does sound like a plan, and I think that's what we should do the next time around. Yes. Next time we should flesh it out all the themes that we want to work on and find some sort of a identity yeah. and internal cohesion for why these things are coming together. Yeah. Also, so because th- I'm assuming. Because unless we flesh out the idea, unless we understand what this animal is for ourselves, we can't pitch it to anyone. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, like first, we define that. Uh, so we can't be like, yeah, you know, this is this is something we're gonna do. It's, it's yeah. chill, right? Yeah, it's like chill. Anything. No worries. It's fine. <laughs> no. So first, we understand it ourselves. Like, like Neil Brennan. You know, like Neil Brennan tells the story of writing that stoner movie with Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he can be like on day 29, I call yeah. him and he's like, what stoner movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and that kind of attention to de- de- detail really showed on, on screen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like I don't want to do this like all my college essays, writing it at night before the yeah, that's putting it. That's how, that's where the magic happens, really. At least that's how I got all my degrees. Um, but uh, yeah, so first we flesh it out as as a set of ideas and what connects them, because I know they're connected, but I can't. I don't think I can formulate it. Uh, uh, succinctly and then we will be able to explain it briefly and uh, clearly to other people once we have nailed it down and then we'll see who is interested in uh, you know contributing and what they're interested in contributing to the magazine yeah 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 that's absolutely that that does sound like a plan to me all right, I will, so I will write down some things and uh, and I'll think about it in the meantime and I'll, I'll see you in a few days, probably next week yeah. or, or late this week. Yeah, we'll to talk. Discuss yeah. the theme. Yeah. Right. Makes sense, man. Makes sense. I'm, I'm excited for this. All right. Cool. Let's do that. So until next time. <laughs>